Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with your host, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Parthenia is a psychologist and certified natural healthcare practitioner who will show you alternative paths towards health with a holistic approach. Call in with your questions or comments at 888-235-7374. And now here's the host of Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Hello, 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 and good evening to those of you listening to our live broadcast tonight, October 1, 2013, and hello to those of you listening to an internet archive within a few minutes of the show close or rebroadcast some other time. Great, you're here listening, and yes, we are live most Tuesdays with rebroadcasts, several special programs on Wednesdays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, of course, even though those are the times that they air, 8 p.m. is the time that they air. You can access them anytime you like from the archives. Okay, yes, we are here on Blog Talk Radio, and there is a link on my website for the radio program. Uh, You're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist and certified natural health care practitioner, Parthenia Izzard on Blog Talk Radio here on the internet. Now realize rebroadcasts can be from any program I've done since 2006, which uh, and all of these were not done on Blog Talk Radio. So don't be thrown by the uh, you know, references to other stations. Now to call into the program, call 619-789-6835. That's if you want to ask a question of my guest. Again, that's 619 789 6835, or you can send instant messages during the show through the link on the Blog Talk Radio homepage. Now, to find the program without subscribing to my e-card, enter my name or the name of the program in the Blog Talk Radio search box. And please, any problems with the Internet links, give me a call at 866-472-6094 after the program. And yes, if you subscribe to the newsletter each week, uh, usually on Tuesday mornings, you would get an e-card which would give you information about all the guests for the week. Now on this program, for those of you who are new, uh, we discuss alternative medicine therapies, related products and issues, and we do it with the experts. Only try the therapies shown shared here, however, after consulting with your physician. Now last week, my live guest was Raymond Francis, author of Never Be Sick Again, Never Be Fat Again, Never, Never Fear Cancer Again, and last week he was talking about his new book, Never Feel Old Again. Now at the end of that program, we discussed the herb Barbary and the, a couple of asanas from the Sears Asana cycle. Now, if you missed any show, you can go to my website, www.amtherapies.com, click on the radio link to hear the show. Now, next week, my live guest, Tuesday, October 8, 2013, will be Donna Stone, author of Healthy You, 12 Days to Quick and Permanent Weight Loss and a Healthier, Happier You. Uh, For appointments with me, that's face-to-face or remote, and for general information, again, call 866-472-6094. 
Now remember, you can purchase an autographed copy of the book I co-authored, 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health, on my site. Again, visit www.amtherapies.com to make that wonderful resource a gift to yourself and or a friend. You can also follow me on Twitter. I'm Alternative Medi. And don't forget to eat right for your blood type and new skin supplements and beauty products where beauty and wellness meet technology. Now tonight, when we come back after the news, I'm going to be speaking with Russ Whitney. He's the author of Inner Voice, Unlock Your Purpose and Passion. Now at the end of tonight's program, we will discuss the herb bilberry and more asanas from the Sirsa Sana Cycle. Now it's time for our wellness news. Okay, tonight uh, this uh, comes from Science Daily, of course, and this deals with uh, NASA, uh, NASA Mars rover uh, Curiosity finds water in first sample of planet surface. And this came out September 26, 2013. The first scoop of soil analyzed by the analytical suite in the belly of NASA's uh, Curiosity rover reveals that fine materials on the surface of the planet contain several uh, percent water by weight. Now, the results were published uh, on the 26th in Science as one article uh, in a five-paper special section on the Curiosity mission. Now, Rena Solera, uh, Polytechnic uh, Institute Dean of Science, uh, Lori Leshen, is the study's lead author. Quote, one of the most exciting results from this very first solid sample ingested by Curiosity is the high percentage of water in the soil. About 2% of the soil on the surface of Mars is made up of water, which is a great resource and interesting scientifically, end quote. The sample also released significant carbon dioxide, oxygen, and sulfur compounds when heated. Uh, Curiosity landed in Gale Crater on the surface of Mars on August 6, 2012, charged with answering the question, quote, could Mars have once harbored life, end quote. To do that, Curiosity is the first rover on Mars to carry equipment for gathering and processing samples of rock and soil. One of those instruments was employed in the current research. Sample analysis at Mars, or SAM, uh, includes a gas chronometer, I'm sorry, chromatograph, a mass spectrometer, and a tunable laser spectrometer enabling it to identify a wide range of chemical compounds and determine the ratios of different isotopes of key elements. Quote, this work not only demonstrates that SAM is working beautifully on Mars, but also shows how SAM fits into Curiosity's powerful and comprehensive suite of scientific instruments. End quote, said Paul Mahaffey, uh, Principal Investigator for SAM at NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center in Maryland. Quote, by combining analyses of water and other uh, volatiles from SAM with 
mineralogical, chemical, and geological data from Curiosity's other instruments, we have the most comprehensive information ever obtained on Martian surface finds. Uh, these data greatly advance our understanding of surface processes and the action of water on Mars. This is the first solid sample that we've analyzed with the instruments on Curiosity. It's the first it's the very first scoop of stuff that's been fed into the analytical suite. Although this is only the beginning of the story, what we've learned is substantial, said Leshin, who uh, co-wrote the article titled Volatile Isotope, an Organic Analysis of Martian Finds with the Mars Curiosity Rover. Thirty-four researchers, all members of the Mars Science Laboratory science team, contributed to the paper. In the study, scientists used the rover's scoop to collect dust, dirt, and finely grained soil from a sandy patch, a sandy patch known as rock nest. Researchers fed portions of the fifth scoop into Sam. Inside Sam, the finds, as the dirt, dust, and fine soil is known, were heated to 835 degrees Celsius. Now, the uh, baking the sample also revealed a compound containing chlorine and oxygen, likely chlorate and um, uh, percolate, uh, previously, known, previously known only for high latitude locations on Mars. Forgive me, I'm doing two things with the, the sound bed there. Something wasn't um, going properly, so it took my focus for a minute. Anyway, the analysis also suggests the presence of carbonate materials which form in the presence of water. In addition to determining the amount of the major gases released, Sam also analyzed ratios of isotopes of hydrogen and carbon in the released water and carbon dioxide. Isotopes are variants of the same chemical element which, with different numbers of neutrons and therefore different atomic weights. Sam found that the ratio of isotopes in the soil is similar to that found in the atmosphere analyzed earlier by Curiosity, indicating that the surface soil has interacted heavily with the atmosphere. Quote, the isotope ratios, including hydrogen to deuterium uh, ratios and carbon isotopes, tend to support the idea that as the dust is moving around the planet, it's reacting with some of the gases from the atmosphere, end quote, Leshen said. Sam can also search for trace levels of organic, organic compounds. Although several simple organic compounds were detected in the experiments at Rockness, they uh, aren't clearly Martian in origin. Instead, it's likely that they formed during the heating experiments as the non-organic compounds in Rockness samples reacted with terrestrial organics already present in the SAM instrument background. Quote, we find that organics are not likely preserved in surface soils which are exposed to harsh radiation and oxidants. We didn't necessarily expect to find organic molecules in surface finds, and this supports Curiosity's strategy of dealing into rocks to continue the search for organic compounds. Finding samples with a better chance of organic preservation is key, end quote. The results shed light on the composition of the planet's surface while offering direction for future research said Leshen. Quote, Mars has kind of a global layer, a layer of surface soil, 
that has been mixed and distributed by frequent dust storms. So a scoop of this stuff is basically a microscopic Mars rock collection. If you mix many grains of it together, you probably have an accurate picture of typical Martian crust. By learning about it in any one place, uh, you're, pro you're learning about the entire planet. These results have implications for future Mars explorers. Uh, we now know there should be abundant, easily accessible water on Mars, and when we send people, they could scoop up the soil anywhere on the surface, heat it just a bit, and obtain water. In addition to her work and research as part of the Mars Science Laboratory team, Leshen is the Dean of the School of Science, and where she leads the scientific, academic, and research enterprise at the nation's first technological university, Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute. Okay. I think they also set some people up uh, with a one on a one-way trip. Very interesting. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll be back briefly uh, after this brief ad. Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies for an initial consultation. Alternative Medicine Therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative Medicine Therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes chi light therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when Alternative Medicine Therapies with Parthenia Izzard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com. Or call 610-658-0135. Alternative Medicine Therapies. Okay, you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist and certified natural health care practitioner, Parthenia Izzard. Um, you, uh, well, this portion of the program is sponsored by Alternative Medicine Therapies in Pennsylvania. Visit my website, www.amtherapies.com, or call for face-to-face -face or remote appointments at 866-472-6094. Now, as I said earlier, my guest this evening is Russ Whitney. Now, Russ is an entrepreneur, philanthropist, and best-selling author who is a leader in the business, real estate investment, and financial training field. Uh, personally and through his companies, he's supported a wide range of charitable organizations, including domestic violence shelters, youth programs, and Salvation Army services. Wes Whitney is the author of more than 30 books, workbooks, and home study courses, including Building Wealth, The Millionaire Real Estate Mentor, and The Millionaire Real Estate Mindset. Hello, Mr. Whitney. Hi, Russ. How are you this evening? Oh, I am doing super. How are you doing? You got a lot of stuff to say there about Mars. <laughs> well, you know, Holy it's one cow. of those things where every now and then you get information and you say, "Well, this is really pretty. This is really pretty important." But you know, it's kind of long. But you know, sometimes they're long and then sometimes they're really short. So everybody, you know, sort of knows that. I just like wow. to share some some timely bits with with people. Um, to start, well, where are you right now? What part of the country? I am in world? southwest Florida, so I live right down around Fort Myers, Cape Coral, and Sanibel Island, right on the Gulf of Mexico. 
Oh, sounds wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, well, goodness, okay. It's beautiful out here at the, in the 80s today, which was quite a surprise. Um, but anyway, uh, why and don't where you tell are you? Them? Oh, I'm in Pennsylvania, yes. Oh, Pennsylvania, it was no, 80 degrees no. up there. Yes, it was. We, we've had wow. a couple of hot days, so it's sort of like an Indian summer <laughs> experience going on. Um, but could you share a little bit about uh, your upbringing, your background, just to give us a little information about Russ, the man? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? I think probably best to, yeah, I can give you that in line with, um, you know, my newest book is called Inner Voice, as you so kindly uh, mentioned, Unlock Your Purpose and Passion. And uh, there were a whole lot of life events that led up to this book, which I think is probably, first of all, never set out to to have a book. I set out to save my own life, actually. But uh, I I grew up in a a kind of a troubled childhood, alcoholic parents and very abusive. Um, Didn't graduate high school and and got myself into trouble as a a young boy. And um, I, I, I ended up straightening that around, and at 20 years old, I got married. And um, I was married for 29 years. And um, because I had no high school education, I was working in upstate New York at the time, but not far from you, oh. in a, a place called the Tobin Meatpacking House. So it was a, it was a slaughterhouse, basically, and uh, I had a $6 an hour job. Uh, my, wife was, my wife had a job, too, there. And um, I, uh, the best way I could say it in hindsight was I had a voice in my head just nagging at me. Today we call that the inner voice. And I'm going to talk to you about, you know, the, the unconscious contact with this voice and a conscious contact. And, and I don't want to make the voice sound mysterious, you know. Uh, it's, it's the power of the universe. Some want to call it God or karma or whatever you'd like to call it. But I just got this voice in my head. I bet, bet many people have had this happen. Mine was saying, you can do something better with your life. You can do something better with your life. And, and I didn't know what to do because... I grew up in a household where this was working parents. There was no never talk about college, or, or uh, there was never talk about um, uh, you know business or success. And um, uh, so I didn't know what to do. I could do better with my life. I kept getting that, but I had no idea what to do. And uh, one day, I, I somebody set a magazine in front of me, and I can't remember how I got it. And it was a business magazine, like an entrepreneur or success magazine. And as I got to the back of those, you know, folks that are in their 40s, 50s will remember this. Today it's all <laughs> over the Internet. You can see it anywhere. Back then it was in the back of magazines. And there were all these kind of get-rich ads, you know, uh, how, to, how to make mail-order millions, how to stuff envelopes and make $300,000 a year for the rest of your life without getting out of bed. Uh, <laughs> actually, I almost wish that one would have worked. Uh, <laughs> And, and I sent away for all these things, you know, 10 bucks here, 20 bucks there. None of them ever worked for me. One day I sent off, and this is when I'm 20 years old, uh, uh, for this $10 book. And uh, it was called Financial Genius. And this book was about how to invest in real estate, of which I knew nothing about. And the book simply had a concept. It talked about if you, if you went to areas of town and looked for properties that were in run-down, beat-up shape, cosmetic distress, and you paint them and you clean them and you fix them up, you could raise the value of those properties. I appeal-wise, I guess everybody can identify with that. And, and then it had a mathematical formula that said you could figure out whether properties make money or not before you ever buy them. You simply add up the rents, you know, you get the, you know, this information from the owner, mm-hmm. deduct the expenses, and if there's money left over, that's positive cash flow. 
Well, you know what is um, that? That just simply made common sense to me, at, even at 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And in my ignorance, you know, back then, I thought if it's in a book, it must be true. You know, so I never even <laughs> questioned that. <laughs> You're not and alone. so You're within three alone. weeks, I used a strategy out of the book called the seller subordination technique, and I made a, literally made eleven thousand dollars, which for me back then was a year's pay because I was only making six dollars an hour. And um, within two years, I had accumulated enough of these properties to be able to quit my job. Now I wasn't rich, but at twenty-three years old, I had myself about uh, fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred dollars a month coming in. My job figure if I'm making six dollars an hour on a forty hour week, that's only about two hundred and fifty bucks a week. So a thousand a month. So fifteen hundred was enough to pay my mortgage payment, car payment, you know, put food on the table, uh, and have a little luxury money without going to the job. And so I I I experienced this first level of, of this success and freedom and it wasn't really that big a deal because I only had six or seven properties and they were all very cheap, run down, you know, neighborhoods. So not anything anybody else could have done. So from there, uh, from there, I went on four more years, and then 27 hit a net worth of a million dollars. So I became a millionaire. It was written up in you several national so publications. You say it so huh? casually. You say it so casually. People are sitting yeah. and listening. My well, you, word. You know, I've, I've had to tell the story lots of times, this particular part. But when yeah. we get to the inner voice, this is a, a whole new part of my life and yeah. so, something that I'm, I just absolutely committed my career and my life to. So yeah, he's net worth of a million bucks, and that's when I wrote my first book at age 27. And uh, the book did really well, and uh, I started to speak on seminars. I went out to some of these conventions and conferences were asking me to come speak. I had never spoke before an audience before, so I was scared to death. And, uh, you know, what I found was there were a lot of people that had, you know, great educations, but they were never taught how to make money 101, you know, things like leverage and uh, you know, how to pull uh, monies out, how to use real estate to reduce taxes. I mean, nothing complicated. It's, it's something anybody could do. So I got my whole start in real estate. But 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 the point of the story is this. You know, people look at me now and they say, oh, Russ Whitney must have been passionate about real estate. He's written books on it and, you know, is well-known, you know, not only nationally but internationally. Um, it, but I never had a passion for real estate. I didn't know anything about it. How could I have a passion for it? That's why you see the subtitle of the book, Unlock Your Purpose and Passion. Purpose always comes first, and then we build passion. But, but here's, why, here's what got me. That book said that I could be a millionaire, and I believed that book. And, and you know, know what? Looking in hindsight, and that's a part of the Inner Voice book that we show people how to connect the dots backwards in their life to help them figure out what's their purpose. What are they here for? You know, am I just here to struggle like a hamster on a hamster wheel? You know, 75 years later, I die, and that's it. You know, accumulate some stuff along the way. No, there's a much, there's a much bigger purpose. But for me, I needed to be a millionaire not for the money so much because I always lived below my means. I look back in hindsight. I needed to be a millionaire to get rid of the pain. I needed to show all those people who said that I was nobody and nothing that I was somebody. And in my ignorant little mind back then at 20 years old, you know, I thought, I thought, I thought a million dollars was the answer. And you know what? I told my mind that and I believed that. And, and the universe, God put the right context, the right people, the right literature in front of me and made that happen. 
Okay. And, can, you hold, and, can you hold that thought yeah. for a second for me? Because I yeah. want our listeners to realize that your your book and your process comes as a result of having used it yourself or it having helped and worked for you in your circumstance, which was primarily why I wanted you to take us through what you've already started taking us through. But I wanted to let the audience, our listeners, know that. Okay, go on. <laughs> All right. So um, so I can tell you this is when I started to do the real estate, and I, I want to move past that because inner voice is so much big, bigger and yes. so much more meaningful for people. So I don't want to want to make sure that we get time on that. But, oh, yeah. but when I got into the real estate and I bought the first rundown property, okay, at 20, I started fixing it, you know, painted it, cleaned it up. And now I owned something. I owned a property. And, uh, and I had a tenant. You know, and and it was a kind of a little business, so to speak, even though it was nothing at all. But but what what I what I really got was a passion to provide decent, safe, and adequate housing for low-income people, because that's where I came from, and I identified that. But while I was doing that, meanwhile, you know, God had a plan for that. While I was doing those things, uh, under the surface, it was fixing my self-confidence and my self-esteem from that abusive childhood. And then as I started to get more properties, it continued to fix childhood esteem. When I wrote my first book, now again, we talk about inner voice. Everybody has an inner voice. And and if they don't have a conscious contact with it, then they'll recognize it by things like, aha, the stars are aligned, or God answered my prayer, or lucky moment, or you wouldn't believe the coincidence in who I met. That's unconscious oh. contact. We're getting that guidance all the way through, and we've been getting that guidance our whole life. What I figured out in Inner Voice is how to get a conscious contact with it every day and how to delineate whether that's really divine guidance. I'm so from... glad you said that. Because <laughs> that was my next question, that, that clarity. Right. You know, how, assisting people in being able to identify the voice that they should listen to or, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I think yeah. where you're going, yes, that, that, that piece of it. So, so here's what happened as I'm getting this guidance. These are the miracles that happened. This is why it's so important in Inner Voice, which, by the way, Inner Voice was just released September 23rd. It's in all major bookstores. You can also get the best price by going to innervoice.com, and you can order the book uh, right online at innervoice.com, or you can go to Amazon or Books a Million, wherever you find books or sold, I guess you could say. Uh, but what happened at 27, here, here's the second thing where I'm connecting the dots. And that is, when I wrote the book, I never wrote the book because I thought I was a good author. I didn't graduate high school. I had no credentials to be an author. And uh, I didn't even think that a lot of people would, would buy the book initially. I wrote the book because my children were five and three years old, and I was still uh, a high school dropout. You know, I, I still was that kid who got in trouble, you know, in his youth. And I wrote that book because if something happened to me, I wanted my kids to be able to pull that book off a shelf and see that their dad wrote a book. Now, I couldn't have thought that up or made that story up, you know, so that was also divine guidance. And I just want to cut in with the divine guidance because Inner Voice is not a religious book, although it doesn't conflict with religion, any religion. It will only enhance any religion uh, or any religious belief. Also, it, it, it's not a book about making money, but it's everything about making money. And I know that sounds mysterious, but I think as, as we explore through, pe people will get that. Um, so I wrote the book for that reason. Next thing you know, the publisher wants me to speak at seminars. Well, I never even had a thought to do that. That stuff just started to fall into place. 
And, and that's the difference between, you know, self-will and the will of the power of the universe. You know, I used to think that God floated around the sky and he looked like Moses and take score. You know, okay, Russ, you cut one person off. You weren't nice to that person. You interrupted that one. So that's going to be two bad real estate deals, a flat tire, and an ingrown toenail for you. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I think sometimes people think that way. Yeah, and um, yeah. as we get into inner voice, I stop people in inner voice and, and have them just take a check, uh, a check and a balance on life. For example, in anyone in the listening audience, you ever stop and go outside at 7 o'clock in the morning, it's about when it happens, and wonder whether the sun is going to come up that day or not? No, the sun always comes up. Do we, we ever stop and think maybe the tide will only go out today and it won't come back in? No, it always comes back in. If the earth moved off its axis by one one millionth of an inch, the whole earth would burn up. The universe is so delicate and balanced, it, it would be an impossibility that happened by accident. So there must be a power to the organization. Some people call it God or Allah, whatever they want to call it. I believe, I believe that God created what are called immutable. Immutable means irreversible, unchangeable, has to happen. Immutable laws of the universe. And anybody who understands these immutable laws of the universe can come into a great power to control their life and the purpose for why they're here. And, and, and not get happiness, but do happiness. For example, an immutable law of the universe. Tide coming in, going out, immutable law. Sun coming up, down, immutable. Plant a pumpkin seed, you'll never get a thorn bush. If you plant a pumpkin seed, you have to get a pumpkin. Do you agree with that? No, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but now listen to this. If we plant the pumpkin seed too deep or too shallow, or we don't water it, or we don't nurture it, or we don't fertilize it, we might not get a pumpkin seed. However, we can go out and get information on where do we plant it, how much fertilizer, how much water. If we do that, then we've got to get the pumpkin. Just like if a farmer continues to plant a crop, nurtures it, harvests it, he's got to get, he's got to get a harvest. So I guess I'm going to give you one more to take it away from those natural things. Let's talk about crisis for a minute. Everybody listening to us right now is either coming out of a crisis, in the middle of a crisis, or guess what? You're about ready to go into a crisis. Oh, my you word. Know, life, <laughs> huh? right, am I right or wrong? Well, I, I'm I'm not quite that fatalist, but I, go ahead. This is this is you know, your your interview. Go ahead, go ahead. I understand okay. what you're well, setting up. I believe that the gift of life is in the struggle. If yeah. we didn't have struggles, we'd have no reason to be more patient, more tolerant, more kind. We'd have sure. no reason to be better people tomorrow than we were today. We certainly sure. have no reason for a God. So, an immutable law, law. Crisis comes in our life for one of four reasons. Either we have a behavior we need to change. We have a character defect we need to fix, a vice we need to give up, or we're not stepping up to the purpose that, that we're putting here to do. If we violate any of those for any length of time, sometimes that can go on for years, but it's going to catch up because the universe is made of energy, and energy has to balance. So uh, the only thing that makes that crisis bigger or smaller is the resistance we give to it. Give resistance, crisis will get bigger. Sure. Uh, don't give it resistance, yield to it, crisis gets smaller, goes away, and we get the next gift. So a crisis was put into the immutable laws of the universe to help us build our spiritual muscles. Mm -hmm. All right? So 
just give some examples. Now let me just take you to what happened to me and how Inner Voice came about. Uh, five years ago, I had numbers of businesses, as you see in the bio. I built the largest financial training company of its type in the world with 2,000 employees doing over a quarter of a billion dollars a year in business. Uh, I had publishing company, construction company, development company. So I had a, a holding company with lots of stuff. You know, I had a Citation 10 Jet, or Citation 7, excuse me, Jet, free and clear, any kind of car you'd want, millions of dollars in the bank. Five years ago, January of 2008, I went, I went through a life crushing. And uh, this life crushing was I, um, I went into a business downturn in that business. The real estate market dropped, and then I in, entered into a divorce with my wife of 29 years, who I never in a million years thought I'd ever be married to another woman. And everything came crashing in on me. And I came to a point of just stopping and saying, what's the point? I felt like a hamster on a hamster wheel like many people. Go to work, you know, get your job, find your career, um, find the right spouse, raise the kids, get a car, buy a boat, get a bigger house. But every <laughs> once in a while we have a, a good family or vacation day. We say life is good and then back on the hamster wheel again. Seventy-five years later we die. If that was the only point to life, and there is a God, it would have to have been a very mean God, in my opinion. I wanted to know the purpose. You know, I woke up at 50 years old saying, all right, I've got stuff. I've got money. I've raised my family. I'm in good health. But I'm empty. What, what are we here for? You know, and, and once one goes through all that type of gathering, even if they haven't, that question is the age-old question. What's the purpose of life? And who's right? Are the, are the spiritual leaders right? Are the religious leaders right? Are the Christians right? The Jews right? The Muslims? The Hindus? Who's right? Or are they all saying different things in, in different times, cultures, and languages? On March 8th of 2008, I went on a 20-country. I just walked away from all my business. I didn't care, care about it, the money or any of that stuff. I walked away from those businesses, and I went and visited 20 countries. I went to... I went to Abu Dhabi, Dubai, I went to Israel, Haiti, Colombia, Spain, uh, traveled through Europe, meeting with some of the uh, brightest and top religious and spiritual leaders worldwide. And I got access because I have three you know, best-selling books, The Big Business, I was able to get access. And I w went on this search to f find out what their answers were and to see if there were any commonalities and how did how they... How, how this world really works and what we're here for and why. And I found some amazing, amazing answers and some amazing commonalities. And that's how the Inner Voice book came about. And I went on this mission to save, save my own life. I went on this mission to get away from the emptiness and thinking the scoreboard of life was accumulating stuff, you know, cars and jets and, and, and money and stuff. And um, so in, in the voice... I talk in two voices. I talk in the voice of a warrior, and I talk in the voice of a statesperson. Okay, and now before we, get, before we get to that, that okay. aspect of things, I want to take a pause and right. take care of some business. Sure. <laughs> we'll come right back. Thank you so much. All right. I hope okay. I'm not talking too much. No, no, no. Not at all. 
folks, you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist and certified natural health care practitioner, Parthenia Izzard, here on Blog Talk Radio. Um, when you go to my site, www.am therapies.com you'll find a link for purchasing blood type diet products as well as new skin products and we're going to be back in a brief minute with russ whitney author of inner voice unlock your purpose and passion why should you passively exist with backaches allergies pms colds flu and other ailments it's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures contact alternative medicine therapies for an initial consultation Alternative Medicine Therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative Medicine Therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes chi light therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when Alternative Medicine Therapies with Parthenia Izzard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com. Or call 610-658-0135. Alternative Medicine Therapies. Okay, again, you're listening to Wellness Holders of Wisdom with me, psychologist and certified natural health care practitioner, Parthenia Izzard. Now, uh, my live guest next week, Tuesday, October 8, 2013, will be Donna Stone, author of Healthy You, 14 Days to Quick and Permanent Weight Loss and a Healthier You. And again, at the end of that live program, we will discuss the herb bilberry and more asanas from the Sirsa Sana cycle. Check the website to see who my rebroadcast guests will be next week, October 9 and 10. We are back with Russ Whitney, author of Inner Voice, um, Unlock Your Purpose and Passion. And we were talking about the warrior versus the statesman. You want to pick up from where you left off? Sure. In the uh, Inner Voice book, I, I talk in two voices, the voice of a warrior and the voice of a statesperson. And you, you know, being a you're a psych- psychologist? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So this is this is something that that was started a study started by Carl Jung, famous psychologist years ago, and um, <laughs> he talks about the four phases of life. I only deal with two. I deal with the warrior, the statesperson, the warrior being from twenty to forty years old. Now keep in mind, some people can get it at thirty or twenty-five, and some people never get it. <laughs> and the statesperson, which is forty years old and and on and on. Again, some people can get the state's person earlier. Some people can be in a combination of both. So we don't have to be one or the other, which I'll explain. Now, the warrior, we operate, and, and as I travel to all these countries working with these, these thought leaders, business leaders, and religious leaders, and names, you know, very big names you would know. We took this back to the Maya Indians, you know, 5,000 years ago, although the Maya Indians did not have... Uh, cars and iPhones and computers, they had the same problems we have today. They had kids that rebelled. They were overweight. Some of them were overweight. Financial problems, bankruptcies, unhappiness, negativity, and, of course, there was happiness and positivity, too. Uh, Today we have all those same problems. Nothing's changed. The only difference with inner voice is 
I I put forth a whole series of new ways to handle age-old problems. I'm going to explain some of those as we go. So it's not just a spiritual rhetoric. Uh, these are things that people identify with. There are charts. There are graphs that help people go back. And it's it's not complicated either. I I think it, if I have a blessing, it's I can take complicated material and boil it down into you know Reader's Digest summary and easy to understand. This actually gives people action steps to handle the age-old problems from anger, anxiety, frustration, fear, doubt, you know, making money to, you know, health issues or weight loss and handle them in a new manner. And what they okay, get yes, to do I, I just want to second that sure. because uh, you, you definitely have written it in a very comprehensive way and a very understandable way. Um, and you, your charts are fantastic. I, I, the discovery chart alone is worth the purchase of the book. Um, folks, it, it will definitely give you a good foundation for beginning the process that he talks about and the, the character asset checklist. I don't want to give out everything, but it's just, Yes, the charts are fantastic. Superior. Yeah, very simple, like the character asset can be done, and I do it myself. I want to say I do it every day because I'd be violating the honesty rule, but I I do it often, <laughs> and whenever I think I'm uh, you know off track, and I did a thorough discovery chart that changed my life. And if we get time, I'll explain that. But going back to the warrior, in the warrior phase of life, this is where we operate on what I see human, I call human training. And that, that means we are at the epitome of selfishness, self-centeredness, uh, arrogance, finger-pointing, judging, blaming, criticizing, uh, self-pity, a little victim sprinkled in there. Uh, and, and so we handle things on a very human basis based on what mom, dad, brother, sister, preacher, teacher put in our brains our whole life. And we chase a lot of rabbits on the business side. Uh, we're running self-will because we're not in touch with that inner voice. And when I say in touch with the inner voice, uh, I'm going to give an example, which you probably would have seen in the chapter on two-way conscious contact. How do I get a conscious contact with God or the power of the universe or my higher power? How do I get a conscious contact and know that the direction that I'm getting is, is divine direction? And uh, I'm going to give you, uh, I'm going to give everybody an exercise to do, whether they get the book or not. That I think is just going to a, a clear game changer. But when oh, we get to states you. personnel, usually what I've seen, and I've I've coached and interviewed hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people over this last five years, in traveling to 20 countries, I've spent 20,000 hours accumulating, you know, thousands of pages of notes and interviews, and my own experience. See, from all these things, if I saw a new way to handle age-old problems that I'd never heard of, uh, then, then I put it into practice in my own life. If I got evidence that it truly worked, it made the book. It made the inner voice way of life. If not, it didn't. So what I, what I view is most people at some point in life, not everybody but most, go through some sort of a life crushing, just like I did. Either life crushes us somehow relationship crushes us, someone else crushes us, family member, spouse, significant other, uh, or we crush ourselves in self-sabotage. Mm -hmm. And it's at that point where we start to look up, because we've been running on self-will and warrior all this time, we start, now start to look up and question the purpose of life. 
what we're he- here for. You know, all of this didn't just happen by an accident. And I've been, you know, meandering th- through my life thinking I know what I'm doing, thinking I know my purpose. But when I explain to you all at the end of this what I found is my purpose, I think you're going to be flabbergasted because without the help of the inner voice principles that you'll find in that book, I'd have never found it. I've been bouncing around just like a pinball, you know, think, think, thinking I'm, I'm doing it right. But when we get to that states person and we go through that crushing, we start to, to, to question it. The, the inner voice is go, going to show you the power of humility, the power of tolerance, the power of patience, the power of forgiveness, the power of letting go of resentments. In the states person era, we adopt a whole new set of behaviors that are much more effective than the warrior. And I, I know the warriors that, you know, that are listening right now will say, well, gosh, if I get to that states person, I give up warrior. It's competitive. and I don't Well, got to remember this, that once you learn how to do it, I can still be a warrior anytime I want. Um, it's like having spidey powers. I just <laughs> don't have to do it anymore. See, I used to have to do that. Now, I'll give you an example on the whys. When I went into my discovery chart, which they'll find in the inner voice, we go through an exercise, we go back to our childhood, and we identify fears, angers, and resentments. You know, who hurt us, who, who did this to us, whether it was a relative, parent, friend, school, what have you. And we go and identify these resentments. And one time we get to say, you bad person, you know, or whatever we want to say to whoever did that. Then the chart takes us over to what's our part. And there's, a, there, there's an ending to that exercise where we then make a list. Now think about this in your own lives right now. What, what if you had to make a list right now of all the people you've harmed? Forget about it was their fault or they did it. Just made a list of the people you've harmed. And you become willing to make an amends with them. I made that list up, and what I realized is I was doing to other people exactly what my abusive and alcoholic parents did to me. And I developed this winner's attitude to be a success in business, and I was a hard driver, uh, and uh, I was confident and cocky, and you know, I thought sarcasm was wit and didn't realize I was hurting people along the way. Uh, when I got honest with myself, which, which we show you how to do in the Inner Voice book, when I started to get honest with myself and I looked at this list, I said, holy cow, I don't ever, ever want to do to anyone what was done to me. And that chart uh, caused me to go back in and realize that I had developed these behaviors, okay, uh, n- not the humility, the tolerance, the patience, the things that are really more powerful and really work better. Uh, I developed this behavior be- because I, I needed to put a wall up, Parthenia, between you and me because I didn't want you to know that there was really just a scared little kid inside here who didn't think he was sure. good enough. And so my cockiness and my arrogance and those things were that wall that I built to protect myself. And I realized, wow, I don't have to be that. And when I realized that I was doing to others, you know, what was done to me, I was motivated to see what's the other side of this. What's the other side of this? And that's where we'll get to the states person. I'm going to tell you what I've seen nationwide is uh, the feedback on inner voice flying off of bookshelves. But the feedback on how it's changing people's lives has just been, I'm telling you, bring me to tears, you know, some evenings when I see some of the letters. It's just absolutely amazing. So, well, now, so inner, you... inner voice is, is an absolute game changer. 
So can let me you, stop taking questions and see if you have second. any questions. Yeah, I want. This is usually you sort of jumped the gun on me earlier when you gave some of your contact information, but I'd like you to give it again. Oh. Your website, website slowly, and any other contact information you want to share, so people who may have questions or you know that they want to ask you, as well as sure. where they can go to get the book and everything. Absolutely. Do you want me to do that now? Please, yes, because we're... Oh, okay. Well, the book is called Inner Voice, Unlock Your Your Purpose and Passion. And purpose and passion is is in that order for a distinct reason, uh, because most people get it backwards. Uh, And you can go to innervoice.com, very easy to remember, innervoice.com. Uh, you can order the book right right on there. You got, I think you get probably the lowest price because we take take that link through to Amazon dot uh, com, so they'll ship for you too. Uh, and you can go on Inner Voice. You can also go to the website, and there's all types of news stories. You know, so you can start to get to familiar with the fact that Inner Voice is a way of life. It's a new way to handle age old problems. There's a whole community of people, you know, that that have found. You know, a happy, joyful, and spiritually free place to be, and out of anger, anxiety, frustration, fear, and doubt. And there's an exercise for that too. But I would say go to innervoice.com, order the book. I mean, I think the book would be an absolute game changer. And then, um, Parthenia, behind the book, there's a whole e-learning platform. There's CDs, yes. DVDs. I, I think the book is a great starting place. Uh, but there is much more to Inner Voice than just a book. Oh yeah, and, and uh, I was amazed at the resources you have. Even they can you can scan a what do they call it? These things you scan the um, the codes that you can scan with your phone or whatever. I mean, right. if you yeah, are you talking about on the book digital. itself? Yeah, you, yes, you have QR I mean, code, so you can scan that. It'll take you to a video, and I talk to yes. you. So on those on the book, when you see those little funny codes, scan it, and it'll take you to a video where I'll uh, I'll I'll talk to you directly. Okay, now Fun is, stuff. is it, no, it's it's fabulous. I, I, there's just not enough time to to cover everything I wanted to to cover. And you're sure. so passionate, and you have so much purpose in your conversation about the book that I I don't want to stop you. I don't want to make you pause at all. <laughs> but I did want to. You mentioned something that you were going to share with the audience, and I, I want you. I want to make sure you, you you have enough time to do that. But you said there's okay. something in the book where they were talking about winning doesn't always require fighting. I thought that was yeah. very. Um, um, very, very important. Uh, something you you might want to clarify or elucidate for the, our listeners, because uh, sure. it's very hard to get people out, out, out of that that mindset. Sure is. Well, you know what? I used to fight everybody and everything. I was a you know a communicator and a salesman and closed the sale and you know a hard driver because uh, uh, I made money and success the scoreboard of life because I didn't know any better. And, uh, you know, when you hear my purpose today, which was which I, I found out through the discovery chart that's in the Inner Voice book, and they can also get them off the website. But I learned the power. When we get to the statesperson phase, we start to learn the, the, the power of things like uh, powerlessness and surrender. Now, surrender, if you would have told me that my warriors, I'd say, well, you know, I'm Russ Whitney. I don't surrender. Powerless, I'm not powerless over anything. You know, this is the warrior. <laughs> but today I realize that I'm powerless over people, places, things, and most situations. And if I try to control or manipulate them, then my life becomes unmanageable. 
So the action step spiritually, and, and, and all the religious leaders and spiritual leaders I talk to on the highest levels agree. You may not learn this one hour a week in church or temple, but at the highest levels it's, it's clear. And, um, and that is that I'm powerless over most people, places, things, and situations. If I try to control or manipulate, my life becomes unmanageable. That's Whenever anybody's in anger, anxiety, frustration, fear, doubt, that's an alarm bell for powerless. The action mm-hmm. step, and that's what I love about the Inner Voice book and Way of Life, is there's action st- steps that you can take immediately to correct that. And that is surrender. Surrender simply means that I take that particular item and I give that to God. For example, there is a there is a, a place, uh, well, it's been around for years in many, many books. It was originally written by Reinhold Neubart. People think it was a, a church prayer, but it actually said, he's a, he was a philosopher. It says, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I can't change. So give me the gift of peace to accept that I can't change yesterday, who I was, who raised me, what I did wrong. Give me that gift of peace to accept that. And, mm-hmm. and what I'm telling everybody is, is you can give that gift to yourself anytime you decide to give it to yourself. Give me the courage to change the things I can. I can, I can go get inner voice. I can feed my mind with new things from that that can change my life in, in dramatically positive ways. But here's the biggie, and that is it says give me the wisdom to know the difference. The wisdom to know the difference is which is God's job and which is my job. Okay, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to do every day when I go to work, or I'm working with, you know, a relative or a relationship issue, or a health issue, or a weight issue? My job is to suit up, show up, bring my common sense, my intelligence, and my blessing to the game because that's all I got. But leave the results to God. As I mm-hmm. go back in hindsight, I look at you know sales I tried to close, businesses I I tried to get in, or things I tried to do, and it was just always rubble in front of them. And those never came to pass. Uh, I chased them, but they never came to pass because the result was going to be what the result was going to be. Now, I can tell people how to find uh, how to find that divine guidance, and this is a chapter in the book called Two Way Conscious Contact. The way we get the divine guidance is in 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 the warrior phase. Most people are familiar with their things to do list, right? We get our little legal pad out and we write things to do. And we six or seven things come up right away. Boom, 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 just like that. We don't have to think about it. The moment we start making the to-do list a job, we start thinking of things to do, then we're, we're totally out of God's will and in our self-will. I used to have 50, 80 things on my to-do list, and you know what is most of them either didn't get done or they went on to the next day or the next day or the next day. Those six, though, when I concentrated on and I got the chance to be in the moment, always came to pass. Now, how do we change? In, in statesperson, we don't do a to-do list. We do, do what's called two-way conscious contact. We switch it up a little bit. Because when we do a to-do list, and all, all we're focused on is what tasks do we have and you know what business things we have to do today, uh, we, we're hypnotizing ourselves, and we're, we're closing out the power of the universe. We're blocking it. So when we do this, I do my to-do list. I usually get up and say, God, I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful for my great health. Thank you for all the things that, that you're giving me. Here's what I need help with. And the ending paragraph, there's a whole chapter in the book on this, is God, direct me in my thinking today. Show me your will. Not my, show me your will for me and give me the power to carry it out. Now, thoughts come and go very quickly. And that's why it's important to have a journal to write these things each day. 
And what will happen is this. Now I've opened myself up to the universe, not just to my own tasks and things that I need to do that day. What will happen is, as the thoughts come, you write them down. You don't judge them. You don't say this is God or not God. You just write them. And you'll get six, seven, or eight things. And, and you'll get behavior items like patience and tolerance or easy does it. <laughs> you'll, you'll get things that you, you know you would not have thought of to write there. And then what we do is we put them through a process called the four absolutes. How do I tell whether this is God or, or my own baloney? And the four absolutes are this. Is it honest? Is it unselfish? Is it pure? And is it loving? If it's honest, unselfish, pure, and loving, you know that's divine guidance and you just do it. And oh, what will happen, you'll start to see the rubble clear. We'll start to see things fall into place. The right contact just appears out of nowhere. The right phone call comes in. And, you know, people know Russ Whitney. Listen, I built a quarter-billion-dollar company, thousands of employees, big companies. People know me as a non-hocus-pocus guy. You know what I mean? So if, if I didn't see clear evidence of these things, I, I, w- I wouldn't be involved. There would be no inner voice. What I'm talking about here works, and it will absolutely change a life. Well, Russ, I, I'm so sorry I don't have a two-hour show because I, there's so much more that needs to be shared, and I, I've let it go too far at this point because I, I still have some closing stuff to do on my program. But I, I want to thank you so much, and I'm going to have to let those last four items be your final words of wisdom this evening. And uh, thank you, and, and hope that I can have you on again so you can finish out, flush out some more uh, of information about this wonderful book of yours. The inner voice. Hey, I'd love to do it, and, and any listeners, I'd love for you to give Parthenia some feedback. Call in, write in, what have you. I'd love to hear your feedback. Uh-huh. And, and on that okay. note, I'll close by, by saying go to innervoice.com and get the book. Thank you so much. Have a good one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Okay, folks, it's time for the herb of the day. Uh, today's herb is... I believe, uh, yes, bayberry. Uh, the parts used medicinally are root and bark. Phytochemicals include beta carotene, gallic acid, uh, marisic acid, uh, phenyl, and um, some of the nutrients are calcium, iron, magnesium, manganese, phosphorus, and potassium, selenium, silicon, zinc, vitamins B1, B2, B3, and C. It acts as a decongestant and astringent, aids circulation, reduces fever, helps stop bleeding, good for circulatory disorders, fever, hypothyroidism, and ulcers. Also good for the eyes and the immune system. And again, this resource comes, this information comes primarily from bulk and bulk. Um, the wax of the berries is used to make fragrant candles. Now, you should not it should not be used at high dosages or for prolonged periods and may temporarily irritate. Okay, and our asana, I'm only going to do part of one, actually, uh, yes, I'm only going to be able to do one, um, the Ekapada Sirsasana. Again, this is cycle, this cycle is um, pretty much uh, postures you do from a head standing position and uh, with this one 
Uh, you're going to extend the left leg up, simultaneously lower the right leg to the floor directly in front of the trunk. Put the right side of the groin back and do not allow the left leg and hip to lean forward. Keep the legs straight and in line. Uh, this is more important than reaching the floor. Stay for, for 15 to 20 seconds. Breathing even and bring the right leg up and repeat on the other left. Uh, continue the cycle or exhale and come down. Well, since it's a cycle, you will continue to the Parsvaika, Pada, Sirsasana, and that's where you take the legs to the side. This one, you're bringing them down in front of you, and then these you go to the side. Uh, again, you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, Psychology. Guard here on Blog Talk Radio. Next week, my live guest Tuesday, October 8, 2013, will be Donna Stone, author of Healthy Youth, 40 Days to Quick and Permanent Weight Loss and a Healthier Youth. I have a couple of these different uh, diet-oriented books because different things work. Uh, next program, live program, Billberry and the Check the website www.amtherapy.com or wellnessholdersandwisdom.com. These my live broadcast will be October 15th and 17th. Be well.